0: Hello there, I'm Julian, and I am so pleased that you've chosen to download and listen to this episode. I really appreciate you taking the time out to listen to little old me. If you're new here, then welcome to the Productivity Matters Podcast, here to help you be better at getting things done through the use of apps, products, and services. On this episode, there are two distinct items. Firstly, I'm going to take a look at podcasting and the growth of podcasts in the UK. And following that, what is imposter syndrome, and do you suffer from it? Coming right up. Wow, before I get started, I just have to say, I am sitting in my normal recording area within the house. Uh, The windows are shut, the doors closed... I can't put the fan on because of the noise, and I've got to keep the window closed because of the sounds outside, but it is so hot, the temperature's been rising, I am really, really hot, but that isn't going to stop this episode from going ahead, so we are going to talk about podcasting, and how it's growing in the UK. Podcasting in the UK is on the rise, at least that's according to Ofcom. I just said that. Who are Ofcom? Well, they're the uh, Office for Communications, the regulator for the communication services that we use and we rely on each day in the UK. They make sure that people get the best from their broadband, home phone, mobile services, as well as keeping an eye on TV and radio. And they also oversee, oversee the Universal Postal Service, which we know as Royal Mail. And they have to deliver and collect letters six days a week and parcels five days a week at an affordable and uniform price throughout the UK. Another one of their remits is to help and make sure that people don't get scammed and that they're protected from bad practices. This is particularly important for vulnerable or older people. And they help to make sure that people across the UK are satisfied with what they see and hear on TV and radio. And the programmes reflect the audiences they serve. So... Ofcom are independent, they're funded by fees paid by the companies that they regulate, but it appears that podcasts fall outside of the Ofcom remit. That doesn't mean they don't keep a keen eye and report on findings, though, as we're about to see. A report from 2018 found that in the UK, the number of weekly podcast listeners has almost doubled in five years, from 3.2 million in 2013 to 5.9 million in 2018. And the increase is across all age groups. But the steepest growth is now among young adults aged 15 to 24, with around one in five now listening to podcasts every week. The most popular podcast genre is comedy, followed by music, TV and film. Half of podcast listeners are under 35, and whilst only 29% of traditional radio listeners are under 35, this rises to 49% for podcasts. There are approximately 96% of listeners who also listen to the radio each week, though live radio commands a much lower share of their total listening activity. ...than adults generally. And podcast versions of major BBC radio programmes... ...are now being converted into podcasts. Programmes such as Desert Island Discs... ...and um, Kermode and Mayo's Film Review. They feature regularly now in Apple's iTunes chart. TV broadcasts are increasingly interested in podcasts nowadays... Uh, ...as a source of extra material for their, to support their shows... Or as an extension of established series, you've got things like um, ITV's podcast Love Island, The Morning After. I have to admit, I've not listened to that one. Not sure it's really one for me. So now really is a great time to get into podcasting. And what's more, because it's yours and it's not regulated through Ofcom, you can do with it what you like. You own it. You can record your own schedule and not answer to the regulators or senior bosses. And there's no age barrier to running a podcast. Young or old, everyone has a voice. And it can be quite cathartic to sit and talk, get things off your chest. It's a little bit like self-service therapy. Here I am, sitting here, talking to a microphone. I have no idea how many people are going to be listening. In fact, that's just part of it. It's getting over the anxiety of talking to yourself. This is basically what you're doing when you sit down to record. The anxiety that when you're recording isn't good enough and even greater anxiety that nobody is going to listen. Of course, if you don't promote your podcast, then no one is going to know it exists and you will end up with very few listeners, just those who accidentally fall over your podcast while they're looking for something to listen to. But put in some serious promotion and the numbers will grow. Now, one of the biggest issues with podcasting is known as pod fade. It's easy to get started, relatively, but it's even easier just to stop. Life gets in the way, and you just stop doing it, and there are hundreds, if not thousands, of podcasts that start with great intentions but fade into the background as episodes dry up. It is hard to keep going. You have to really work at it. I have missed a couple of odd weeks here and there, and I have felt really guilty about it. But who was I feeling guilty for? Was I feeling guilty for you? I doubt anyone really noticed that I hadn't published, so I really I was feeling guilty for the fact that I hadn't done something that I had set out to do. And the other point that might stop someone from starting a podcast, it's because they don't think that they'll be any good. And to quote Zig Ziglar, You don't have to be great at something to start, but you do have to start in order to be great. And that is a really good quote. So if you're thinking about podcasting, pick up your mobile phone, download the Anchor app, and record and publish. It's all there, in your hand, and I highly recommend you give it a go. Now leading on from that, and especially the point about feeling inadequate to start a podcast, comes the subject of imposter syndrome. This is a psychological term referring to a pattern of behaviour where people doubt their accomplishments, have a persistent fear of being exposed as a fraud. And this is not uncommon. It has been estimated that nearly 70% of individuals will experience signs and symptoms of imposter phenomenon at least once in their life. And this can be the result of a new setting, um, whether it be academic or professional. And research has shown that imposter syndrome is not uncommon for students when entering a new academic environment like a university. Or feelings of insecurity can come as a result of being unknown in a new environment this can lead to lower self-confidence lower self-esteem and a, a, a low belief in your own abilities it's something I can relate to it's something maybe when I start a new contract there's always this feeling that maybe I'm just not good enough and you know what am I doing here so what are the symptoms Well, there's a lack of self-confidence and anxiety, as I've mentioned. There's doubts about your thoughts, abilities, achievements and accomplishments. You get a lot of negative self-talk and feelings of inadequacy, dwelling on past mistakes and really just feeling not good enough. These are all signs and symptoms of imposter syndrome. And what causes it? Well, there's the nature and nurture together, which create the intent, the tendency to experience a feeling of not good enough. However, these feelings remain latent. They just sit there until triggered by something external. So something we react, we react to, something that tips us into actively feeling not good enough. So the first step in overcoming imposter syndrome is to acknowledge what you're feeling and why. Start by keeping a journal. Whenever you experience feelings of self-doubt or inadequacy, write them down and explain why you're feeling this way. Be as specific as possible about each situation. And then the next steps are realise the truth. Maybe you could even choose to confide in someone uh, and talk it through with them. Turn it around and see the gift, see the, the the opportunities in your imposter syndrome feelings, set goals and expectations that you know that you can achieve, and accept where you're at, and have a look again, you know, in, in three months time, take a look at yourself and see how you're feeling, and keep that cycle running, so you have, to, you have to acknowledge that it is a real thing, and then you can start to turn things around, so you start to feel good about yourself again. And that's just about it for this episode. There is loads and loads of information that can be found on the internet about imposter syndrome. It's really not worth getting worked up about. You just have to dig deep and manage your way through the situation. If you've got any questions about it or any questions about how to start a podcast, then please get in touch via Twitter at Prod Matters. Don't forget to follow me where you normally listen to your podcasts. Just click that subscribe button and I will automatically pop up every time a new episode is available for your listening pleasure. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, remember, productivity matters.